Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Today we are looking at Psalm 4, and so our prayer from Prayers on the Psalms from the Scottish Psalter of 1595 will be from Psalm 4. Let us pray. Merciful Lord, fountain of all righteousness, who knows the dangerous assaults with which we are assaulted on all sides, refuse not our petitions, but let us have the sure experience of your favor and goodness, to the intent that whatever affliction falls upon us, we may live in peace and quietness of spirit, awaiting the eternal rest which you have promised to your children, through your dear Son, Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. All right, we are in Psalm 4, as I said, and so we will be reading the whole chapter. Hear the word of the Lord. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O men, how long shall my honor be turned into shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Landing in the fourth chapter of the Psalter, we once again see the psalmist calling out for help. He expects God to come and to rescue him. And we see this right away in verse 1. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. He understands who God is. He calls out to him, understanding that this God is the God of his righteousness. He doesn't have this on his own. He needs God. And he also acknowledges what has happened in the past. You have given me relief when I was in distress. You have answered me before, so I am trusting you to answer me again. And there is this cry here, be gracious to me and hear my prayer. In other words, the psalmist knows that it is a gracious act of God that he hears the prayers of his people. We don't deserve an almighty righteous God to hear us, but creatures of the dirt who were in rebellion against him. But we know that he is gracious and he will listen because he has listened in the past. And we see also in verse 3, that we can know that God has a particular people that he cares for, that he looks after, that he does something special with. Verse 3, but know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. In other words, that he has made them holy. That's what holiness means. Holiness means to be set apart. And we know that God does this for his people and that the Lord hears when we call to him. Why? Because he has set us apart. He has made us holy. He is doing this for his people. And so as this psalm continues, this cry for help puts a trust in God. It tells people to not be angry or to be angry, 
but don't sin. In other words, in the midst of everything that you have going on, don't sin. Instead, trust in God. Ponder in your own hearts. Don't go after somebody, but on your beds, be silent and ponder what is happening. Don't sin. And instead, offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. And we can understand what this is saying here. There are times where we are upset But we don't have to act in a sinful way towards that person. Instead, we can stop and we can trust that God is the one who gives us peace, that he is the one who takes care of these things for us. And so instead of going after someone, instead of being angry, we are called to do what God has called us to do and to have peace and to trust in him instead of trying to do that which we think should be done on our own. And so we see what this piece looks like as this psalm closes up in verse 8. In peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Now this is some similar language that we saw in verse 3. This idea of lying down and sleeping. This idea of trusting God and not going after the things that we desire on our own, but instead putting our trust in him and having peace about that. Trusting that he is sovereign, that he is good, that he takes care of his people. And in this final statement here, you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. God, you do this. I can't do this on my own. No other human can do this for me. But you are the one who causes me to dwell in safety. And once again, we see how Christ unlocks the Psalms for us because we know that because we have been given the gift of faith, because we put our faith and our trust in Christ alone, we know that for eternity we dwell in safety, that he causes us to be saved, that he gives us this gift of salvation. And so we can lie down, we can sleep, we can have a sure and certain trust in the protection that God gives us. Because we are in Christ. He has saved us. No matter what happens to us in this life, we can trust that we have this safety that we dwell in, in Jesus. So may we daily put that trust in him and not rely on our own strength. Let's close up with prayer. Trying God, we call to you and we know that because we are in Christ, you answer us. You have given us relief in the distress of our sin and you have been abundantly gracious to us. For you have set apart the godly for yourself, and you hear us when we call. Grant that when we are angry, we would not sin, but instead remain silent and put our trust in you. Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord, for you have put joy in our hearts, because in Jesus we have greater abundance than the world can ever hope to have. And so in peace we lie down and we sleep, for we know that you are our fortress. You alone make us dwell in safety. And we lift up the missionaries that our congregation supports, both internationally and domestically. We pray not only for them to have safety, but we pray that you would bless them with perseverance as they proclaim your gospel where you've planted them to serve. And we especially lift up Engedi Children's Home in Kenya. We ask that you would bless the children there with good health and strength. And we remember before you, Margaret, and all the staff that serves you there. Give them endurance and strengthen them in the work that you've sovereignly given them to do. And we pray that you would bless us today with the trust that you're guiding us by your word and spirit. May we labor for your kingdom today and may Jesus receive all the glory for it because of him, we are your children. And so we praise your precious name. And we pray this all 
In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, we will be in Psalm 5 next time. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website, edgertonfrc.org.